Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. Coming soon to theaters, podcasts, film reviews, and so much more. Available at tristanmiller.substack.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a podcast about movies where we make a movie. My name is Tristan Miller, and joining me today is the lovely Claire Scheel. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? <laughs> the little wave you were doing. For those of you watching, a little wave, we're listening right there, a little wave happened. It was great. Um, a jazz hand. Yeah, a little jazz hands. Uh, you and I met doing improv, but I assume you're also an actor and you like movies, and that's why you came on to this program. Do you remember the first film you saw in the cinema? I remember, I do remember like my first moment of like being in a theater, and it was in like the IMAX theater of oh, you, wow. like the Regal Cinema. So it was like an IMAX theater, but I was really young and really little. And I remember just when like the preview started playing, mm-hmm. the too loud like too big mm-hmm. my mom had to take me out of the movie theater because oh, no. I was so freaked out it was just like way too much it was too <laughs> stimulating for I don't even know how old I was I was really little so I didn't watch the movie I don't know what it was oh, I was no. there you couldn't even get past the train you're like enough of this capitalist propaganda get me out of here it's too loud that's right I was like I am three years old and I will not I will not take this capitalist propaganda I, I am love, I am protesting regal cinemas. <laughs> I love um your distinction in like I was really young and really little because you know you're you're right because sometimes people who are young are quite large, you know. True. You know, I was got just, Jack's this, disease. I was skinny. I was so skinny. <laughs> I was gorgeous and so little. <laughs> um, that's very funny. Um, what's your favorite film that you've seen recently that may I ask? I mean, like, I have to say Barbie. Is oh, nice. Is there any competition? Come on. Hmm, is it's there any I mean, I would say there for was like one. movies? Don't well, say it's whatever you've seen recently. I would argue the main competition for Barbie was, was Oppenheimer, and we saw how that played out. And Barbie did win, so you are correct. Barbie's always going to win. She's Barbie. She's Barbie. I can, could they should, oh God, they should release a nuclear physicist Barbie. Oppenheimer Barbie, but an actual Oppenheimer Barbie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> become Barbie destroyer of worlds. <laughs> oh, why didn't they do that? That would have been so good. I, 
because it's not like it's hard to reconfigure previous right. scientific Barbies, you know. Ugh. Yeah. Anyhow, Barbie is very good. Um, do you have a, a least favorite film you've seen recently that you're willing to lambast publicly? If not, no worries. I mean, it's not that I didn't like it. I finally watched um, the movie Zola. Have you heard of Zola? It was released in 2020. Nobody's ever seen this movie. Um, And it was was like almost really good. I don't know. It's something there's just... I felt like it had so much potential and I was so excited. I was like, I'm finally going to watch this fucking movie. I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't. And I was like, I'm going to sit, I'm going to sit down properly and watch this movie. And it was good. It just wasn't as great as it could have been. Mm. So it was just like a little disappointing. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It was just, I was just like. There weren't sparks. It was just so disappointing. Yeah. I mean, like the style of storytelling and the visuals are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And like that's it. Oh, all flash. It was like no almost substance. there. It just like it just it almost it almost mm-hmm. got there. It didn't it didn't clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And you're from Montana, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not. My parents are from Montana, okay. which is why I am in Montana. But okay. I am from California. Ah, that's why you have an upbeat attitude. I get you. I get you. <laughs> now, now it all makes a lot more sense. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, yeah, normally, you know, Great Plains and Rocky Mountain races is a little more. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. since you have experience though with Montana, I still think that this question might be pertinent. What's your favorite film that centers around that region? If you have one, if you don't have one, it's all good. They're kind of few and far between, to be honest. No, I feel like the only uh, on mm-hmm. camera work I have associated with this region is like Fargo and mm-hmm. Yellowstone. And okay. I've seen Fargo, which is yeah. pretty, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Yellowstone. Yellowstone is one of those things where it's like on the list. I go, oh, I should watch this. This looks good. Mm-hmm. And then I just, and then I don't. Oh, yeah, for sure. My favorite activity is to, to add things to my cues on Netflix and never look at them. Right. It's like liking Absolutely. a post. You're like, yeah, I like the idea yeah. of this. <laughs> we'll never follow And then I'm going to, it will forget about it immediately and never think about it again until I see it again. Yeah. Um, what would you say your favorite, um, my my roommate is having a, a moment, I believe, in a video game. Um, pardon oh. the intrusion. Um, what would you say your favorite uh, snack at the cinema would be? The bunch of cruncha. Oh, hell yeah. In the bo- cr- like the crunch bar, but it's in, in little balls and comes in a big box. Love that. I also love like a sour pit, sour patch kids moment or like the, the sour watermelons. Mm-hmm. But also if I'm at home, I want popcorn with M&Ms in it and lots of salt yeah. and butter. I've been hearing more and more people. Because I, I, you know, not to make you feel like not special, but I ask this question of a lot of people. Okay. And yeah, then I'm people st- say, people steal my answer? And, uh, yes, pretty much. They preemptively steal your wow. answer. I hear a lot of people putting the M&Ms in the popcorn these days. Something I had not heard of until like three years ago. It's, it's what the, like, my mom's go-to. We've been, we've been, the Shield family has been having M&Ms <laughs> and popcorn since, since the early California days. And Excellent. it is a staple in this household. Very good. I feel like we had the um, literal diet version of that where my growing up, we'd have air pop popcorn and we'd have apples mm. in them, like slices of Ooh. apples. It's actually quite good. 
I I believe that would be good, but like not as good as M and M's. Yeah, yeah. I think it was but still mo- good. I think they were just trying to trick us into eating a singular fruit a day. <laughs> you know, that'll do it. That will. Um, so, are you ready for some trivia questions? I am so ready for some trivia questions. Although okay. I have to, I have to say, for someone who is now on a movie podcast and mm-hmm. has like, like a movie forum improv team, I definitely I don't see a lot of movies. Oh, really? Don't, see, don't tell anyone. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm a theater person. I'll see every Broadway show. I don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, I watch some, but not a lot. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, between our powers combined, we have everything. We have everything covered. Don't worry about it. I don't go and see a lot of Broadway shows, but I do see a lot of movies because I am (laughs) poor. Uh, (laughs) I am in debt. Yes, I simply am struggling financially. Uh, Please subscribe to the Patreon. Um, But first trivia question is, what is movie? Movie is a story of human beings living and loving and going through trials and tribulations of life mm-hmm. and finding the meaning of love that is movie <laughs> that is movie so i like it i love it it's great i will say so cars by pixar not a movie yes no movie but no human beings only car but like soul oh, okay soul movie is stories of soul Yes. Good. Great. Glad we cleared that up. I was afeared for my yeah. friend Mater and Lightning McQueen, Kachow, and et cetera. No, Cars is the classic, classic movie of trials and tribulations of the human spirit. I know I say like human spirit, but they do have human spirits. Yeah. And they have human mannerisms and features. They're now, humanoids, say, if you will. They have human spirits. Do you mean that the cars are haunted by the, the dead? Like a spirit box? No, I... I think they just are their own beings. Like, you okay. know, when you're like a kid and when you're like a child, a small, it, yeah. small child. Small a small young child. and young child, yes. <laughs> and like inanimate objects, like I feel real, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Okay. They're like okay. humanoids. Gotcha. Gotcha. That absolutely. Okay. I like that. Um, I will say from which actor? Are you mm-hmm. most likely to steal a car? From which actor am I most likely to steal a car? Which is great because I don't know any movie actors and I don't know any types of cars. So who am I stealing? <laughs> other than Lightning um, like, Queen and Other Twitter. than Lightning McQueen. <laughs> um, I'm less like, okay, like who is the richest, bougiest? Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I can say Kim Kardashian because she was on American Horror Story, which technically makes her an actor. Uh, yes. And I feel like she has some cars that I could sell and make money from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's going to be my cop out of an answer. I respect it. I respect it. I think generally there's two modes of thought, which is great, which is one is who is the best car I can take. Right. And then the other is who can I successfully steal from? And I love yeah. you've both, you've, you've taken both approaches of like, Kim's not going to miss a car, you know, no. she'll be like, what? No, no. And then move on. Yeah. It's all Gucci baby. 
Yeah. I um, just, I'm just looking to make the most amount of money in the quickest amount of time. Yeah. I don't actually want the car. I just want the money from the car. <laughs> You're flipping it. You're flipping it. Yeah. I'm one step ahead. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, what, speaking of um, cars, in the Pixar animated film Cars, mm-hmm. they have mouths. Yes, they do. Do they eat? And if so, what? I don't think they eat because gas. Gas. Well, ooh, maybe because, okay, so like gas is their primary source of fuel. Yes. Do they, are they ever shown? I don't think they're ever shown eating or like sitting at a table in the movie, but there is a diner. I have a confession to make. I've only seen Cars 2, the one that has Bruce Campbell in it, and that's it. So I couldn't, I'm, I'm genuinely asking. I've never seen any of these movies. Right. Oh, it's been a long time since I've seen Cars. The mil- the, the films. I assume I you've seen a car th- recently. I mean, you would be surprised here in Montana. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's, it's just everyone's on horseback. <laughs> it's just yeah. horse and buggies. <laughs> I would take what got here. I could show up. And I showed up at the airport and there was a sleigh and some dogs. I had a mush to the house. <laughs> I'll say this when I did I, I visited Missoula a couple of times and the first time I got an Uber from the airport it was a Ford F-150 and I was like okay we are not in New York got it I didn't even know they had Uber here I know it's crazy I was like are there car services here I have no idea oh uh, yeah oh hey. crikey um okay but do cars eat I think they um get their energy I don't think they eat in the same way like mm. we human beings do Okay. Okay. But there is a diner. I think there is a diner, but I think at the yeah. diner they just get gas. I okay, have to rewatch so. it. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch it eventually. I'll have to watch it eventually to get this out of my craw. But it is also like, well, if they use the gas pump, mm-hmm. that's like the, the human equivalent of getting like a feeding tube. Yeah, like a feeding tube, like an IV. Yeah. Hmm. Are are all the cars <laughs> in cars on life support? I think they're just on they're just on gasoline. They're on that gasoline, they're on the highway and, and they're gonna ride it. Diet, diet. They don't have time, they gotta go. <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um what is a film that you remember that most people don't that you would like people to remember? Um, Miss Pettigrew lives for a day. Such a good one. The, the, my favorite movie ever. You're the first person who knows what I'm talking about. No one ever knows what I'm talking about. People are like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, Francis McDormand, Amy Adams, Lee Pace. I got so mad. I got so mad. I threw my, threw my earphone out of my ear. It's an amazing movie. It's gorgeous. It's stunning. And everybody's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I go, well, you don't have taste because it's the best movie. It's the best movie of all time. It's my favorite movie. That's a very good answer. That's quite good. Yeah. I, I've only seen it once, but I remember really liking it. It was quite good. I didn't even realize that was Frances McDormand, you know, because she's doing a British I accent, I, right? Yes. Yeah. She's so good. I'm I'm obsessed with her. She's so good. Mm-hmm. She is very good. She does scare me. She's got a lot of energy and I respect yes. her for it. I respect the hell out of her for it. Um, but that's a great answer. Um. If you could pick an animal to ratatouille yourself into success, what one would it be? Oh, 
had a ratatouille myself into it. So if I want to be like a successful, oh man. I mean, my very first thought was cat, but I was like, if that feels, that feels too normal. I feel like I got to do something. I feel like I got to choose something weird, like a ferret. I feel like a ferret. Okay. The good. hat can like, expand. I, the the hat, hat is like the TARDIS in Doctor Who. It can be as big as it needs to be and right. not raise suspicion. So go wild. I could just wear like a big slouchy, like beret type of beanie, a beanie situation, if you will. Okay. It would well, with the ferret, it would have to be like a freaking what what are they called? Or like uh I know I'm not even gonna try to describe the type of beanie that I'm thinking. You mean of. like a slouch beanie, like one that goes all the way to the back? Yeah, but you know how there's like the really, really big ones that mm-hmm. like dudes will keep their dreads in. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Like that's a specific. If I'm gonna keep a ferret on my head, maybe I have to go smaller. Maybe like a bird. <laughs> well, bird I mean, what useful. I'm saying is the the hat is magical. It's a chef's hat. It's okay. you can, I have you can to wear fit... a chef's hat. No, you don't have to. <laughs> no, but it is magical. It can fit whatever. It can okay. be any hat you like, but you can fit like an elephant can fit under there, and it's no worries. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my first my third first thought after cat was ferret. Yeah, that's fine. That's great. Is that a good answer? Yeah, they're wily, they're clever. They can scuttle all over. They're probably they're cute. Good they're like they have really funny bodies. Mm-hmm. That's true. Isn't it interesting how a funny body is really cute on an animal, but when the minute a human does it, we're like, what is that? Yeah. That's stupid. It is stupid. Boo. Get better, Ew, society. Human beings. Come on, we gotta get it together. Ferrets are so cute. Ferrets are cute. And if you look like a ferret, you're cute too, turns out. Exactly. Uh, yeah. They got they got that straight, straight mm-hmm. and skinny. They don't need those curves. Yeah, no. Like a swimmer's body, like a, a lesion of Michael Phelps's. Yeah. Um, all right. So finally, final trivia question in quotes. What makes austin powers so sexy um his sense of humor excellent and his confidence excellent that's it that's it that's and per suggestion of previous guest danny aarons what do you think about yourself that austin would think is sexy about you um i think he would also like my sense of humor and your confidence as well and my confidence (laughs) yeah a match made in heaven <laughs> perfect too good that's amazing um so the next game i like to play is called double feature mm-hmm. where i offer up a film and you offer contrasting film in genre mm-hmm. but thematically similar um for example right. platoon and penguins of madagascar as they're both about an army unit of sorts. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to pick one. Since I know you did confess to me that you you don't see a lot of films. If you panic and say a Broadway musical or whatever, that's fine okay. too. That's all Luckily, right. They're turning musicals and movies and movies into musicals. So all that's what I'm time. picking from. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. 100%. So the first one I'm going to give you is what do you think would be a good pairing for Barbie. Legally blonde. Mm. 
Am I just saying that because it's just like two blonde girly pops? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it's like the adventure into reality. Yes. I'm standing by it. I'm standing okay. by it. So thematically very similar. Yes, I would say so. Could we go for with this next one? Um, something that's like more contrast on the other side of a genre. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all good. Um, what do you think the opposite of Christmas with the cranks would be? I think it Sorry. would be strangers. Strangers? I don't know what what is this? Is that the is that the name of that horror movie where is it the strangers? Might be the strangers where it's like <laughs> <laughs> But I like that that like what's the opposite of, of a family coming home for Christmas? <laughs> People you don't know murdering you. Well done. Perfect. 10 out of 10. I think it's the stranger. It's fucking with um, Liv. What is her last name? Isla? It's like two people in, in their gorgeous house. And then these people just terrorize them. Okay. Yeah. I would say that's pretty well. That's very good. Um, we'll do one more. And what would you say the opposite of Pixar's cars would be? Oh my gosh, Pixar's cars. Uh, hang on, I gotta like think about it. I gotta like process. I gotta process. Mm-hmm. I gotta think about it. Yeah, I'm on a movie it team. Um, oh my gosh, like the opposite of cars. Mm-hmm. So it's gotta be like people, someone getting stuck somewhere. It's gonna be. Why can I not think of anything that would work with God? I, I, okay, so. Um, <laughs> this is the hardest game. It's all good. It doesn't necessarily need to be the opposite. It can be like similar right. in tone. It does opposite in tone, but similar ideas. In tone, similar ideas. Yeah. So like, I guess this, the story of Cars is like reinventing yourself, right? Right. Well, it's, it's a children's like taking- comedy. Yeah, it's like taking a step back and like slowing down because he's like stuck in the small town. At least in the Cars One, I don't mm-hmm, know about Cars mm-hmm. Two. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen Cars Two. But in Cars One, it's because like he's like stuck in that small town and he has mm-hmm. to learn from the small town people. He wants to learn life lessons. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, small what? town what? people, life small lessons. Town. I don't. I mean, always... That's like every. That's like every. Uh, like lifetime and hallmark movie mm-hmm. of like big city girl is like stuck in her yeah. small town and I she's got to save the christmas tree farm yeah that where taylor swift was born um i yes. would say almost do you know the rom-com elizabeth town i know of it i've never yeah. seen it it's famed to be very bad, which I don't agree with, but um, it's about Orlando Bloom. He's just lost his father and he goes to mm-hmm. Elizabethtown, Virginia, I think. And he has to learn from the small town there, but it's sad. Oh. It's sad. So I'd say maybe that. I was going to say Falling for Christmas, which is like, I think it's like an ABC holiday movie with Lindsay Lohan and the guy from Glee. And she's like, uppity, going to open up a five-star hotel. And then like, of course, she falls off a cliff and can't remember (laughs) anything about herself. And the, the guy from of course. Care of her at his small little hotel that's gonna be closed down because they don't have the money. And then eventually she realizes it. it's a great no, you don't understand. This is a great, it's a classic, <laughs> it's a newly classic. The acting, the acting of her fiance and like the lines. 
And there's all these shots of like, they keep doing these exterior shots between scenes of like this outdoor hot tub on like top of the fancy hotel that like you can see people through the side, like sexy people in a hot tub. It's, it's so good. It's very funny. So that's my final answer. Okay. I like it. Fantastic. Are you ready for the game? The big game? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. So today's random word is... Um, excuse me. Temptation. We're now, right? Oh, temptation. Yeah, that is the name of a real movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we're mm-hmm. we're we're spitballing new movie for temptation. Yeah, we're spitballing new movie called Temptation. We're building it together. Right. Um Temptation for me. I have a couple of ideas, but if you have a gut mm-hmm. instinct, please let me know. I do. Okay, I do go for it. Instinct. Um, it's a children's comedy animated movie of these cats in a household who want the Temptations kitty treats and how they plot to get to the top shelf in the <laughs> pantry and they have to rile up all the local um, animals of the neighborhood. Like they have to get the birds and the operation to get to the temptation treats. And then it turns out that the life lesson was it's not about the treats. It's about the friends you make along the way. Okay. I like that a lot. You've really <laughs> outlined a lot of it, which is makes my side of things really easy. And I appreciate that. Okay. Um, far better than what my initial thing was like, okay, well, Jesus gets tempted in the desert. Like that's where, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think let's go with the Hell cat yeah. thing. Eh? Hell yeah. Um, I think, uh, I, I like that a lot. Um, I assume you said it was animated. That's great. We can get some really fun talent in there. I think that it should be kind of similar to, um, the beginning of Ardman's Flushed Away, where. The people, the owners of the cats leave for vacation. You know, um, as of this recording, it's nearly Christmas. Why don't they make we make it a Christmas film? Okay. And they're going away. They're going away for holidays for the Christmas, for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then the cats are like, well, the well, the people are away. The cats will play, you know, Um, and they want to get those tasty kitty treats. Um, how many cats in the house, you reckon? It's got to be at least two. Mm-hmm. There could be more. Mm-hmm. But if there are more, there's just going to be like a lot of other animals, I think, that they have to rile up. So mm-hmm. that might be, I think, I think two. Two I think, is solid. They got to work together. I think two. Should they be siblings or should they be friends? What should they, what should their relationship be, you reckon? Well, I mean, like, they're technically family because they're adopted in family, but I don't think they're blood related. So maybe they, like, start off, like, maybe there's, like, a new kitten in the household, and then Mm -hmm. the older cat doesn't like that kitten, and they're very upset about it. But they Mm -hmm. have to befriend each other and work together to get to the treats. Yes, I think that's good. And I think it's the, um, I think the, an element is that the older cat wants the treats, and then at some point the younger cat, like, gets hurt trying to get the treats for the older cat because the older cat has given up of like, yeah, Oh, never cat, mind. Mm-hmm. The old cat's dying. And that's its last dying wish. <laughs> In this family Christmas animated comedy. Uh, and then oh. and then it's Christmas and then it, there's a new kitten in a new box because the other <laughs> one died. And then the whole thing repeats itself. The new cat doesn't like the new kitten. That's <laughs> life, baby. 
That's life. That's what all the people say. (laughs) I like that a lot, actually. It's kind of a weird, dark turn. I enjoy very much. Okay. (laughs) So I think then this, I think that since he's an older cat and he's on his way out, he sees the, he sees the younger kitten, like trying to get to it. The uh, younger kitten's about Mm -hmm. to like actually die, you know, because it's in such a precarious position. Somehow the blender has gotten turned on and the cat's above the blender yeah and the older cat is like well i'm in cat years 87 Uh i'm gonna just swap out here and he saves the little cat but does end up in a blender in the blender in the blender and do we think he's dead and then it just we cut to later on that he has like a little bandage on his tail or something or Yeah, I think just he just it, bad haircut just nicks a little bit of the tail off. <laughs> I love the because well, he's just get, like too big to fit in the blender. Can he's I tell a big you, old cat? Couple of things here. Uh, one, I love the image of the cat's tail getting caught in the blender and it going. <laughs> the other thing is, we have been skirting around Garfield and normal territory this whole time. Right. Do we just want to pitch this as a new Garfield movie or do we want to try and compete with a Garfield movie coming out with Chris Pratt? I'm a competitive person and I would like to compete. Okay. Also, I don't think they would give us the rights. I think they would charge <laughs> us through the nose for okay. small guys like us. So we got to we got to be original. I also okay. love originality and True. I don't want to do reboots. Okay. All original so, stuff. Okay. So then there's no tabby cats in this one at all. Death to they could be tabby cats, just not orange. Just not orange. Well, Nermal's a gray tabby cat. So what? Nermal. Oh, is, is that a, the that's the other cat? That's the cute too. little cat. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. There was another cat. Yeah. There's there's also Arlene, who's Garfield's girlfriend, and then yes. Odie, who famously is a dog that belongs the to dog. Lyman, but has been pet sit since 1982 um i know too much about garfield anyway um yeah yeah it's un- it's up I-, I often think uh what if i had devoted this level of interest to like medicine and you know <laughs> and the money you'd be making now yeah i feel that way about a lot of stuff in my life it's like oh if only i was able to like be a doctor um anyhow cool so i like the fact that then the cat the older cat Let's call him Jarfield. Right. And normal. We're going to win that legal battle for yeah. sure. Jarfield and Jarfield. normal. <laughs> um, Jarfield saves normal's life, but does get injured mm-hmm. in the process. Mm-hmm. I think it's at that point that normal realizes that they can't do it on their own and they have to recruit all these other animals. Yeah. Um, what kind of animals should there be? I think there's got to be like local birds and squirrels that just mm-hmm. like hang around the house in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. There's got to be like the dog next door. Mm-hmm. Maybe a stray cat. Ooh. Maybe a stray cat to like tough guy, tough this yeah. guy, like mandate on his eye. And yeah. He talks like scones. this for no reason. Yeah. He's real tough guy. He's yeah. a tough outside cat. <laughs> An outside cat. Um, I think that's great. Um, I think assembling that team would be good. I think also 
pitching it as this is Jarfield's last hurrah. We'll get all these mm-hmm. animals on board. Yeah. Um, I think that do they just use the birds to fly up or the squirrels to fly up? How, do they do a Rube Goldberg machine? I think yeah, I think like all the animals gotta work together to finesse because like some I think mm-hmm. like if I recall correctly, like the temptation treats can come in like a plastic like uh like a Tupperware like a heavy plastic oh. tub. Okay. Like they do like come in like a bag, but they can come in like a plastic tub. Mm-hmm. It's all the way up there, and maybe there's like a child safety lock, and then all the animals got to work together and use their skills to break in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The temptation's the... just too strong. The temptation is just too strong. I think. I do think there should be a character that is very much against this whole idea, kind of like the fish in Cat in the Hat, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, a pet lizard or something that the family also has going literally the whole time, like, in a, like, a preacher voice being like, you cannot let these temptations guide yeah. you, like, and got a bit of that. A religious lizard. hmm A religious like lizard preaching to a congregation of crickets that he's slowly eating. Yeah. He's like, you have to sacrifice yourself for me and you will have <laughs> eternal life. <laughs> Um, cool. I like that. And so they get the temptations and then, um, I feel like the third act twist could be that there's a fight over them because yeah. Jarfield. Or, yeah. Good. Oh, I was going to say, and also like, they're just like, just give up, give up the fight. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Jarfield is like, you know, it's not worth it. Forget about it. And then one last mighty push, they get it. But then there's a mm-hmm. squabble over who gets what amount of the temptation treats. Yeah. Um, how should that end, Tristan? You posited an idea. I'll fix it. <laughs> um, like the squabble. How does yeah, the squabble, squabble end? Like, how do they resolve it? Yeah. Hmm. Does Jar Does Jarfield, who's been out of commission this whole time, mm-hmm. be like, "You guys, you got to stop. It doesn't matter. Look at you. You got each yeah, other. It, it's not the meaning of life." Mm-hmm. As I've come to the end of my long final years and I've used up all eight and a half of my lives, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not about the treats. Mm-hmm. It's about coming together as an animal family kingdom. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. I think that's very sweet. I think that he, he should give a rousing speech. Yeah. And then they should start fighting it over again, again. And then at that point, the um, the humans come back home. Yo, and then, then they yeah, all the have to go, have oh, back. no, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the humans have to come back. Yeah, the humans have to come back. Um, and then so everyone goes, ah, never mind. And they all leave except for the two cats that belong there and the lizard who's eating the crickets. Um, and then, of course, the humans are like, oh, what a terrible mess. But happy Christmas. And then... As everyone's leaving, maybe they get they stampede Jarfield, and that's how he dies. Because <laughs> we we must not forget Jarfield and de- dies yeah. at the end of this. I just thought it was going to be Jarfield is like an old cat and it like okay. has like cat diabetes and is in his old age and just dies in natural causes. Okay, yeah, that works. So we just jump or ahead. Eats, 
or eats the eats the artificial Christmas tree, and that's what knocks him out. Like <laughs> <laughs> eats a Christmas ornament. <laughs> looks like a temptation treat. We like this one's real crunchy. Yeah. He's like hallucinating. He's so old, and he's like just <laughs> one last nibble. I think jumping a year later to the next Christmas, and then the new mm-hmm. kitten arrives is very good. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. We solved it. Um, who should play the characters? Do you think? Let's let's do Jarfield first. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Jarfield is like old man. Mm-hmm. Um, who's that comedian who's always smoking and drinking on stage? Ron White. Yeah, <laughs> that's my choice. Excellent. I like that kind of vibe. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. I like if we could somehow make Jarfield also smoking the whole time. Yeah. Smoking some catnip. Yeah. Some catnip or something. That's very good. Yes. Um, normal, I would say if we could have gotten the late great Norm MacDonald should have been good. But mm-hmm. as he is dead, uh, we'll have to get it via via AI or cast someone else. Um, maybe. I think, um, hmm, who would be paired well with Ron White? No one. As a young person. Um, um, normally, I, 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 what about Tom Holland? Yeah. He's yeah, got yeah, the yeah. like, yeah, I can do it. Let me do that. Yeah, da, like da, da, da. scrappy young guy, happy-go-lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. like that energy. I think the old streetwise cat. Or maybe maybe the old streetwise cat is Ron White and Jarfield is someone not as much that. So maybe someone who's kind of the halfway point between the young cat and the old cat. Mm-hmm. Um, what about... I mean, but he is at the end of his life. Yeah. So... We could, we could, we could keep him about, there. What about Patrick Stewart? Playing Jawfield okay. the cat. <laughs> I'm dying. I could, I could see it. I could see it working like wise old cat, mm-hmm. not as jaded. I could yeah. see it working. He's not as jaded, and he is also balding on the top. The cat is. Oh. Or when he gets into the blender, that's what happens. Bald. Bald, yeah. Not again. Um, Cool. I think... And then Ron White <laughs> coming back to animation after a decade and a half. Ron White's there. Um, the lizard. Who do you want the lizard to be? The lizard. I always feel like Jim Parsons. Yeah, I can see Jim Parsons. Being quite good for that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Is that do you yeah. have any like other strong feelings like about director or music or anything? Um, oh, I feel like we should, should, who, um, (laughs) who's the guy who writes the really, I'm like, who are these people who do the things that I've seen that I actually have no idea who they are because I don't actually see things. (laughs) He writes like the really epic music for like all the, for like Inception and stuff. Hans Zimmer? (laughs) Yes. You should write, I want him, I want really epic music with this. Just like crazy. That's very good. I think that's very good as a concept. 
I have another pitch besides maybe Patrick Stewart because you and I both were okay. like, that's fine. But what if, what if it's Vernier Herzog? Being like, I'm dying. I've spent most of my life wasting away it. inside. I see the vision. Yeah. He's I see like, the vision. And it's because it's kind of a bleak one too. I think that fits with his temperament. Yeah. Like, I'm dying. I only have half a life left. You must tell I'm here for it. We'll Good. give them both offers and we'll see what they counter with. There it is. Smart, 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 smart. And then Hans Zimmer. And then, and then who, who's directing? Hmm. I don't think, I'm like, who directs? I don't I don't know that I'm that I really know like animation director. I think uh, Lord and Miller could be good. They did the Lego movie, after all. We just we should just get whoever did cars. Brad Bird? Did Brad Bird did car, do cars? I'm gonna look it up right now. Look it up cars right now. Cars director. Cars film. John Lasseter. Mm, maybe not him. Uh he is problematic now. But oh <laughs> so I, I will pretend that Brad Bird is the person. <laughs> Brad Bird, great. Yeah. He gets the he job. did Incredibles. He did Incredibles one and two. He's fantastic. Oh, well, okay, that's also amazing. Yeah. Also, I want the I need the number of the guy who did the music for the Incredibles, because that music was also epic oh, and amazing. Who is that guy? I'm gonna put it in music. I know it's very good. I can't da da ba ba da. Incredibles music composer. Let me just. I love googling on a podcast. Yeah, um, it's very Michael, interesting for the listeners. Yeah, Michael Jean Gicino, apparently, is the guy. I I don't know what else he's done. He's from New Jersey. That's fun. Well, then he gets the job. Yeah, Riverside. Cool. Are you ready for a lightning round? Yes. Uh, you remind I, me what exactly is happening. <laughs> yes. You and I both get the same prompt, and we each do okay. a small pitch for the same prompt. Great. So, so what I was example, doing the first time. Pretty much, yeah. this game. <laughs> <laughs> but other, But this time, I'm not going to get in your way. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> so uh, the, wor- the word is sound. 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 Okay. For me, sound is about, um, it's a romance of two carpenters who are trying to make sure that a house is in stable condition as they build it. And they don't mean to fall in love, but they do. Mm, Wow. Okay. I love that. Um, Mine is a a student, a, a young man in Queens wanting to get into Juilliard for the harpsichord. And it is his greatest dream to become the greatest harpsichordist in the world. And after many denials of we don't want your harpsichord here, he starts his own music school in Queens and it becomes the best ever. And he wins in triumphs overall and Juilliard closes forever because they can't compete and they can't keep up. It's pretty good. (laughs) I love that a lot. We gotta shut it down, boys. <laughs> Juilliard fist our baby bags. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, cooperate, cooperate, cooperate. For me, cooperate is about two medical students, and you're not gonna believe this. They fall in love, but they don't mean no to. No fucking way. That never happens. Yeah, they fall in love on the operating table. 
um, and it's fine until one of them gets injured. And then, of course, one has to operate on the other. And will they let their personal feelings get in the way of their performance? Only time will tell. Only time. Uh, my cooperate is about a co-op building uh, in the Upper West Side. And there is uh, a dead body found in the basement of the building. Um, but no one can find any information on who this person is or their identity. And all the people in the building and in the co-op have to work together to solve this mystery, mm-hmm. murder mystery. Very good. Like it. Big ups. Let's go with... Singer. 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 Um, mine is about a young man in the upper peninsula of Michigan who starts a competition for rock throwing because he grew up and he has no friends and he becomes an adult with no friends. And so he becomes, so he starts this rock throwing competition. Mm-hmm. And of course, when you throw a rock and it skips really well, it makes noises and they call that one a singer. Oh. Well, mine is a biopic about John Singer Sargent and <laughs> his gorgeous portrait. And it's also going to focus on, it's going to be, um, in a way, it's going to tell his like real life story, but also it's really going to zoom in on like the the people in the portraits and who they are and why they're there and why they need this portrait painted and what it means to them. Um, and just going to follow his life with taking little detours about these portraits. That's really cool. I like that a lot. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't know anything about John Singer Sargent other than he's a painter and he painted really good portraits. And so I got to I got to start doing my research now. Yeah. For to development. I understand. I understand. Um, as long as it wasn't Brian Singer, uh, you're all good. Um, but that we're, we're at the end. What do you what do you want people to know about you that listen to this podcast? I want them to know that I'm an actor and I want to be in all your movies. <laughs> Despite not seeing any of them, will you watch your own I movies? I will watch it. I'll be in it. I'm not going to watch it, though. I won't watch it, but I want to be in it, and I want to be paid for it. I would do it for free, just a couple times, though, if it's really good. It's very funny. That's very good. Um, do you want to, like, plug your social media or anything as well? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I mean, the best way to find out about me is on Instagram, Mm-hmm. at Claire Shield, C-L-A-I-R-E-S-H-I-E-L-L. Can you I'm use it in a sentence? My, like, uh, Claire Shield is the best actor and comedian person, and she would be great in everybody's really high-budget movie. <laughs> yep. Perfect. <laughs> no notes. And then I do, I mean, my improv, all my improv stuff has ended for the year. So we got to see what the new year will bring. Um, mm-hmm. I know that my team Mosh squad has a bunch of shows coming up in January. Don't ask me where or when. I have no idea until somebody <laughs> messages me the day before. <laughs> okay. But I'm around. I'm putting my hands in everything. So mm-hmm. I'm lurking in the shadows. I'm everywhere. Okay. Very cool. Um, 
And as a reminder to you, the listener, you can go to tristan.substack.com for early access to the episodes or patreon.com slash Tristan J. Miller. I'm probably going to migrate over just to Patreon because I messed up my life, but you can follow this podcast there. Um, Also, if you made it this far, God bless you. Number two, um, I do a bonus podcast where a guest and I talk about their comfort movies called movies to fall asleep to. So if you want access to that again, Substack, Patreon, check it out. Um, thank you very much, Claire. This was so much fun. This was so much fun.